You are about to listen to The Millionaire's Word, brought to you by the Wonder Cathedral of Action Chapel International, Adenta Branch. This message will equip the contemporary Christian with nuggets of wisdom for today's world. Stay tuned and God bless you. Give a better one to Jesus. Give a better one to Jesus. Oh, are you clapping? And let's appreciate our senior bishop, Isaac Limon. Oh, put those hands together. Hallelujah. Please take your seats in heavenly places. Thank you, Jesus. You're welcome to this morning's second service. On behalf of His Eminence, the Archbishop, Nicholas Duncan Williams. On behalf of our seating bishop, senior bishop, Isaac Limon the entire pastorate, deacons and elders, and church leadership. It's good to see you in church. Turn to your neighbor, tell them it's good to see you in church. Or oh, say it like you mean it. Say it's good to see you in church. Say you are the right place, at the right time, with the right people, doing the right thing. Therefore, your anointing will manifest in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We are gathering momentum towards next week. Creo. Somebody say Creo. Or say it well. Creo. Yeah. It's going to be an impartation service. And it's all about the restored anointing. Amen. And uh, this morning, I thank God. Papa, thank you for the opportunity uh, to share a few words. Uh, Graciously, Senior Bishop has laid a very solid foundation and uh, I'm just going to add a little bit to it, and I trust that by the time we are gathering for Creo, every lost anointing will be manifested. It will be restored by fire in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Let's share a word of prayer. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We welcome you. Come and have your way. You are our teacher. Teach us. Grant us hearts of understanding. Grant us ears to hear. Grant us revelation and insight. And above all, impart grace to us that will apply ourselves diligently to your word. Thank you for restored anointing in Jesus' mighty name. We speak liberty into the spirit on account of the shed blood of Calvary's cross. Amen. Right, and so... um, I want to start by saying two, or reiterating two cardinal statements that Senior Bishop made uh, throughout the course of the restored anointing. And he said that the reality of the anointing is that it must show on you. Hallelujah. The anointing must show. The evidence of of the anointing must be there. And that is why it's not enough for you to just go and come. Something must manifest in our lives to prove that we are the careers of the anointing of God. Hallelujah. And number two, he said that to be anointed has a bearing on the quality of one's heart. There is the one who anoints and there is the anointed. For the anointing 
of the anointed to manifest, your heart must be properly connected to the anointer. It is not your own anointing. It's granted. It's placed on you. And therefore, if it's going to work, then our heart must be truly connected to God. Praise the Lord. And I, I want to, our cardinal scripture is Psalm 23, verse 5. But let me just read 2 Corinthians 1, 21. 2 Corinthians 1, 21. Clearly establishes the fact that the one who anoints, it says, Now he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. Oh, put your hands together for God. It is God who anoints us. And that is why our hearts must be connected to him. You see, they can, you can be immersed in a drum of anointing oil. In fact, we can immerse you in a drum of zomi. Zomi. Red zomi. If your heart is not connected with God, it's a total waste. So get, get that right from the beginning. Praise the Lord. He who anoints us is God. And you and I need this anointing to work. It must manifest. If a bishop has said many things, I, I can't go through it all, but he said that the anointing is God with us. I love that one. What, what is this anointing, anointing we've been talking about? The anointing is God with us. It is the enabling power of God to accomplish things in life with ease. That's it. It is an enabling power of God. And so it is so important that if we are going to benefit of this anointing and get it properly restored, then our work with God must be intact. Can I get an amen? Now when you look at the Hebrew word, mashak, mashak, it means to anoint, to smear with oil. And it says that ceremonial anointing in the Old Testament was a physical act involving smearing, rubbing, or pouring sacred oil on someone's head or an object. But it says that it symbolizes that God has chosen and set apart the person for a specific holy purpose. So the anointing on you is a manifestation that you are a chosen of God. You are set apart for God. Praise the Lord. And so in the Old Testament, kings, priests, and prophets were always anointed into their office to symbolize a more profound spiritual reality that God's presence was with them and his favor was upon them. Praise the Lord. So the anointing is nothing abstract. It's not something fanciful. It's not imaginative. It is very real. 
It is the presence of God on you and I. It is his manifest power working in our lives. And God has given it to us for a reason. That is why we shouldn't take this thing lightly. The inspiration for senior bishop was not for, it wasn't an accident. That in this season and time, as we gather momentum towards the end of the year, that whatever you have lost as an anointing should be restored. That we will finish the year well and cross over gallantly into the next year. We need the anointing of God. And oh, how I pray that come 30th, you will not miss it. Don't sit at home. If you do, why you Big time. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, 30th, restored anointing is happening live. Just next week, this coming Sunday. So make sure you are here. That the Lord himself will restore his anointing. Amen? Now, when you turn to the New Testament, there are two key words. Uh, Senior Bishop highlighted on it. The first is the creo. Now, there's an interesting thing that happens when we shift from the Old Testament into the New Testament. As far as anointing is concerned. And that is why you and I are strategically positioned. Listen, your anointing must work. It must work. It must work. Because if it's not working, you are at a disadvantage. God has placed his anointing on us in a unique way. As we moved from the Old Testament into the New Testament. The word creo is confined to a sacred use as far as the anointing is concerned. In fact, when you understand the development of anointing from the Old Testament, it can be used for very ordinary things, such as for beautification. So in Ruth chapter 3, verse 3, Naomi told Ruth that before you go and meet Boaz, anoint yourself, smear oil on yourself. So it's used for ordinary things, but it's also used for sacred things. So when we talk about creo, it's not just ordinary. It goes beyond that. It has to do with the sacred things of God. It has to do with the person separated unto God. It has to do with the destiny you have to fulfill. And so God anoints you to be able to do it. Praise the Lord. Let's, let's, let's read Luke chapter 4, verse 18. Luke chapter 4, verse 18. And then we'll jump to verse 26. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind. To set at liberty those who are oppressed. See, Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one, had to be anointed to fulfill his ministry. He needed that anointing. How much more you and I? It was the anointing on Jesus' life working 
for him to fulfill that ministry. And so if the anointing is not working, it sets you back. Go to verse 26. We'll do 26, 27. But to none of them was Elijah sent except to Zarephath in the region of Sidon to a woman who was a widow. Verse 27. It says that, And many lepers were in Israel in the time of Elisha. Acts 4, sorry. Acts 4, 26. Acts 4, 26. The kings of the earth took their stand, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. Uh-huh, verse 27. It says, For truly against your holy servant, whom you anointed, whom you anointed, And so Acts 10, 38 says that how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good. Listen, we need the anointing. Put your hand on your head for me. Say, I need the anointing. Say, the anointing of God, the creo, must manifest over my life. Hallelujah. It must work. Now, when you come to us, the believers, this anointing, you see, in the Old Testament, the anointing clearly was for different things. But one of the significant things was that it was for service. And Holy Spirit at that time came to empower people and left. In the New Testament, Holy Spirit, who, by the way, is our anointing, indwells us. That is a huge difference when it comes to the anointing of the believer. In the Old Testament, he impacts people. He didn't indwell them. Now, when Jesus came on the scene, he was a career and an embodiment of the Holy Spirit. Because Holy Spirit, he was full of the Spirit. And it, it definitely manifested his effectiveness in fulfilling his mission. Now when it comes to us, we share in the same grace of being anointed by the Holy Spirit. In fact, let's look at First John chapter 2. Let's, let's read verse 20. And then verse 21. It says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One. And you know all things. 27. I have not written 27. But the anointing which you have received from Him abides in you. From who? From God. And you do not need that anyone teach you. But as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie and just as it has taught you you will abide in him that is why you see we need to depart from that mentality that when we talk about anointing then it's for the pastor you are anointed put your hand on the chest say I am anointed Hallelujah. 
you are anointed. God put us in his, in his house and anointed us so we will each fulfill our various missions. Me as a pastor, I need to work to manifest that anointing. You as a gifted child of God need to work on your anointing. So if you are a chorister, you should sing with anointing. If you are an usher, you should usher with anointing. If you are a counselor, you should counsel with anointing. Because God has anointed us. He said, but the anointing which you have received from him abides in you. The Holy Spirit. In fact, let, let's, let's read 2 Corinthians 1.22. 2 Corinthians 1.22. Go, go to the 21 again. I've read that before. It says, now he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God. Uh-huh. Verse 22. Who also has sealed us and given us the spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. As a guarantee. So you, as a career of the Holy Spirit, is a guarantee of your anointing. Oh, say, I am anointed. Say like you mean it. Say, I am anointed. Hallelujah. The second word is Christmas. It signifies an anointing prepared from oil and aromatic herbs. And I remember Senior Bishop shared with us the ingredients, the principal spices. He says, Meh stands for Calvary's love. Sweet cinnamon for a burning zeal. Sweet calamus or fragrant cane representing righteousness. The cassia, humility, and the olive oil stands for holiness. So you carry the charisma on your head and don't take it lightly. Listen, you see? So when the anointing is working, your effectiveness for worship is intact. Your fellowship in the house of God is intact. Your spiritual warfare is intact. But when the anointing is dry, Nothing works. You get, you get easily agitated. The slightest thing you are fed up, you want to leave church. Anointing is not working. When the anointing is working, you will not absent yourself from church. You will not forsake the assembly of the brethren and take a sabbatical leave. You, you disappear and appear when you like. No. When the anointing is working, you position yourself for service. And you serve in the house of God. Because you are anointed. May that be your portion. As you hear the word of God this morning. Let the anointing be restored. In the name of Jesus. That's the other thing. Too many of us have lost the oil. Too many of us have lost the oil. Let me shift my time. When you look at Psalm 23. David says, the Lord is my shepherd. And so, that, that portion of scripture is situated 
within the context of a shepherd and his flock. And so, it was an experience David had. And he's relating to it. Whereas he was the shepherd in the bush with the animals, now he sees God as his shepherd and he the sheep. And so you and I, there is a significant understanding we must appreciate when it comes to verse 5. Let's go to verse 5. It says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. You anoint my head with oil. The Jewish culture clearly reveals that a major part of their trade was rearing sheep. And so scripture says in Job that Job had 14,000 sheep. In fact, on the day the temple was dedicated, it is said in 1 Kings that Solomon slaughtered 120,000 sheep. 120,000. The Jewish culture provides that it is the youngest who has to be with the sheep to tend the sheep. That is why when Samuel went to the house of Jesse to anoint one of the sons. They didn't find David. He was tending the sheep in the bush. So Psalm 23 is a classical example of an experience being displayed through scripture. Why does a shepherd anoint his sheep? The Jewish culture says that Anytime the shepherd is taking his animals out to go and graze, he stands at the entrance of the sheepfold. As the animals pass, he anoints them. So when David says, the Lord is my shepherd and he anoints me with fresh oil, that is what he means. Now, there are various reasons why the shepherd would do that. Number one, it's against bugs. It's against Flies is against biting insects. And so as he anoints the sheep, the anointing oil that contains certain elements and substances drives away the bugs, drives away the insects, drives away the flies. So the animal will have peace. Have you ever seen a dog being chased by flies and the dog is looking for somewhere to hide? It takes away the peace of the dog. It takes away its quietness. And so when your anointing is working, the irritations of life are taken out. The anointing blocks it. The things that disturbs your peace, the anointing blocks it. So you can rest and abide in quietness and in peace. May your anointing work for you. I say, may your anointing come alive in the name of Jesus. The bags represent and is symbolic of our daily distractions, the irritations, the restlessness. But the, as the anointing is activated, you receive ease, quietness, 
and peace. You experience the shalom of God. You see, when the Bible says shalom, the English word says peace. So you don't really get the import of it. It's heavy and it's loaded. And I pray, let your anointing work. Let your anointing come alive. Let the power of God work in your life. In the name of Jesus. Because the oil of the Holy Spirit will ease the irritations of life. All the, you see, we live in a day and time when a lot of things bug us. Increasing prices. Unemployment. Marital issues. Financial issues. That is why the anointing must work. Because it gives you the capacity to deal with the issues. You see, when there are times you, in the midst of all the uncertainties, you experience some peace around you. Yeah. That is an effect of the anointing working. May that be your portion in the name of the Lord Jesus. Number two. The ram, they like headbutting a lot. And sometimes you see, one will be battered and then it will fall down and freeze. It can kill the animal. But as the shepherd smears the oil on the horn, when they headbutt, it, it, it will slip off. So it won't have that impact that will hurt the animal. When the anointing of God on your life is working, when you, you can bang your head on the wall. It will cushion you. Listen, sometimes we take wrong decisions. We make wrong choices. We take the wrong turn. You put your head in the wrong relationship. It's like batting your head. Things come at you. But anointing. I said anointing. The anointing will cushion your head. Hallelujah. May that be our portion. Research shows that sometimes the animals don't bat their head. But playfully, they rub their head against each other. But there is a, 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 a parasitic condition known as Soroptes ovis. Soroptes ovis. And it's caused by a mite or an insect or a bug. And even though one sheep may not have it, but the one that has it and gently rubs his head on the other one transfers it. But as your anointing is working, <laughs> people cannot contaminate you. They cannot affect you with their anger. They cannot affect you with your jealousy. They cannot affect you with your greed. <laughs> they can't affect you. <laughs> I've had I've had instances where <laughs> I meet people and they're like, hey, are you still in action? I say, yeah. They say, hey, why are you? You haven't left. I say, hey, don't affect me with your issues. Go, and go somewhere else. <laughs> My anointing is working. <laughs> no. When your anointing is working, people will not transfer their sorotis obvious to you. Minus you and I. 
I say minus you and I. In the name of Jesus. May our anointing come alive. In the name of Jesus. Open wounds. As the animal grazes in the forest. A branch will scratch it. Rocks will scratch it. But as the shepherd applies the oil. It heals the wounds. It suits the hurting. It heals the blisters. It heals rashes. May your anointing manifest healing for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thou anoint my head with oil. May your anointing come alive. In the name of Jesus. He said, is, is, is anyone sick? James 5. Let the elders be called. By the prayer of faith and anointing. The sick will be healed. What even kills me? It says that even when there is sin, it shall be forgiven. May your, may your anointing bring your healing. May your anointing manifest healing in your spirit, soul, and body. May the anointing manifest healing in your emotions. In the mighty name of Jesus. Last but not the least. As the animals graze under the hot sun, the oil that gets to the face of the animal prevents it from drying up and cracking. You see what happens to us during the dry season? Your lips crack. And I can imagine under the blazing sun of the desert areas of the ancient Near East, yeah, the shepherd needed to apply oil so that the skin on the face of the animal will not dry up. See? May your head not lack oil. Hallelujah. There is something about the oil that radiates beauty. When the anointing is working, it manifests and enhances your beauty. Because it activates the glory of God around you. May that be our portion. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I declare over your lives, by the power of the resurrected Jesus Christ, by the quickening of the Holy Ghost, that let every anointing upon your life come alive. Let your anointing that you have lost be restored. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as we gather momentum towards Creo, our impartation service, may the Lord arise and restore every anointing. In the name of Jesus, any contaminated anointing, May it be restored in the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Millionaire's Word. This is Action Chapel International, Wonder Cathedral, Adenta, The Millionaire's Church. Kindly visit us this and every Sunday for any of our two services. Our early morning service is from 7am to 8.30am and the second service, which is a Chi and English service, is from 9.15am to 11.30am. You may locate us on the Dodua Road, 200 meters from the Adenta Barrier, opposite the Puma Filling Station. For prayer counseling and further inquiries, please reach us on 0244 
or 0244 6868 411.